Welcome, everybody, to the Board NBA YouTube channel, where we have pick and roll every weekday morning, 11.20 a.m. Eastern time. As you can tell, uh, I'm losing my voice, but it is trade deadline day, and there's a lot of NBA stuff going on, so I'm going to power through as best as I can. Just bear with me for today's content. Uh, we have Pips here once again, of course, to take us through those official picks. We'll be going through an official bet right away, recap another official bet, and then we'll be discussing the Kevin Durant trade that happened overnight for most people. Uh, we'll go right into the first pick, though. We're worried this one is going to move off of its current line here. Uh, the new-look Los Angeles Lakers will be entertaining the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. We're going right to the big dog on the thumbnail, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, here is the play. So the play is Giannis over 33.5 points, which is minus 120 at Bet MGM. So I think this 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 was this is 34 and a half at FanDuel and is getting super juiced every every other bookie. So we just need to hoop on this one. Uh, so I'm not like the last game against the Thunder's. We have we saw like so many issues with Lakers defense and throughout the season. And last time they played, Giannis dropped 40 on the Lakers. And last three games against the Lakers, 47, 44, and 40 points. So he just loves to go against the Lakers, against the LeBron James. This is the first game after LeBron James became the leading NBA scholar. And with Giannis, it's all about his motivation and how aggressive he is. And I think they will like play mostly like single cover on, on, on Giannis and he'll just smash it. And yeah, I expect very aggressive Giannis, single coverage. AD showed like some issues with the defense and Lakers overall against the Thunders. That's why they lost. They scored 130 points and still lost the game. So like the, the issues are huge on defense. And the last, they already played this season and Giannis dropped 40 and they lost. So I think this could be like it's the honest is like is like that. Like how aggressive he is, like how like if he's playing like some Charlotte Hornets or something, he will just not be like one hundred percent aggressive. But in the like big games like against LeBron or against some like that some games like that, he's he'll just drag through everyone. And it's not only that, because last Five game last five games for Yanis were 41 points against the Pacers, 50 against the Pelicans, 34 against the Hornets, 54 against the Clippers, 35 in a very difficult matchup against the Miami Heat, and then 24 against the Portland in a huge blowout where he only played 22 minutes. So like huge game against the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, he scored 54. So yeah, I think this could be a similar game. He had 39, 39 field goal attempts in that game, which just shows how when he's playing some big players, huge names like Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, he just his usage goes nuts. And I think we can expect the same tonight, especially after that trade and everything. I just think Giannis is is, the, is our guy tonight, and everything like his form. 
his matchup, the way Laker Lakers defend, the issue with their defense and everything, everything goes well into this bet. Okay, so I'm seeing uh, from the chat that this might already be down. Um, uh, I we we talked just before the show that it's that was still up, so I guess we were just like a, a fraction too late on this one. Um, I'm just trying to I'm pulling up right now to see. Yeah, I don't think the Giannis number's up anymore. Um, maybe you could provide something into what number you'd play this up to. Um, or potentially if a 34 and a half would be something you have a look at, like, or, or if you want to pair this with something else, what, what, what would you, uh, what do you think the best way to go about this is? Just a second. So he's not up at all. On MGM, he's, I'm, I have it up. He's completely off the board on MGM now. Um, just looking around, um, Caesars has this one at minus one thirty-one. That might be a, a little bit too juicy. Um, DK is minus one forty. I wouldn't take a minus one forty. Um, if you have Borgata, uh, if you're in a certain state that, that allows that, you can get the thirty-three and a half minus one twenty currently. I think if you are in Ontario, there are also some books out there that still have this one up. But um, we'll try to find something else. That we can yeah. put through here. Yeah. Uh, we'll give Pips a minute. Uh, while he's doing that, I'll go through the recap of yesterday uh, as best as I can, or at least get us started on that because I had a, a keen eye on what went down in those games. Uh, the Raptors were playing, so I wasn't fully invested, but uh, we did go two and one yesterday, and we'll take that based on the the start of the week. It really could have been uh, three and zero oh with the way things went down. Sorry, my screen share is not working. It really could have been a uh, a three and no day if it wasn't for Tyler Hero. I know some people were were a little bit worried about that going into the day, but you know, I, at least for me, when it comes to when it comes to uh, banning a player, if the number is good, you take the good number. And for this situation with Tyler Hero, there were so many injuries for the Miami Heat. He played more than enough to do this. He shot more than enough to do this. He went four for 14 and still managed to get 20, uh, 15 points. And we needed him, of course, to get those 20 points. So, like, I have a couple of shots fall there, then Tyler Hero covers this one. Buddy Hill was a lot more easy. He had two three-pointers at half and was, was comfortable all throughout this game. Uh, unfortunately, that is the losing play. Uh, the other plays, however... If you watched live, you did get the same game parlay involving Jared Allen and Ricky Rubio. Uh, we confirmed that with the viewers live yesterday. We apologize for uh, the people who weren't there live and could not get that one live. We understand that not everybody's able to watch this live, but all we can do is worry about when we give out the pick, if it's still available to bet. And in this case, it was shortly after there were some questionable players listed that took away the bet. But uh, for the live people that got it, this one did cash. Jared Allen almost covered this in the first quarter. Yeah, I think he had 10 points after the first quarter, so it was very easy for him. Ricky Rubio, on the other hand, with a lot of extra minutes, eventually got to the four assists. Uh, it took him a little bit of extra time, but he does get over the line pretty easily on that one. Four assists for Rubio. I think it was 18 points for, for Jared Allen, so not much sweat there. And if we're really talking about no sweat. Uh, Jalen Green against the Sacramento Kings. We were daring him to shoot, and he shot the ball. 
He ends with 41 points. We only needed 23, but he ends with 41. Uh, I can't quite remember what he had at halftime here, but he had around 17, and it looked like this was going to be something that he could easily go over from that point, and easily he did. I, I, it turned into a narrow, narrow loss for the Houston Rockets against the Sacramento Kings. Pips is, of course, the Houston Rockets fan here, so uh, I imagine there was some happiness with the way the Rockets played despite um, despite the loss here, putting up 128 points. But those were the three plays that we have here. And I'll take another second here while Pips is still go working here. Remind you guys that me and Pips, we are going to be back as well later today for more NBA discussion, more NBA betting. No, Maybe not quite some official picks coming up, but certainly some leans will be provided for the trade deadline watch party happening on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel. I'll put the link to the Hammer HQ stream in the chat right now on YouTube so you can go over there and subscribe to the channel. But myself and Pips will be on from 3 to 4 p.m. I will be on from 2 to 4 p.m. I'll be joined by Josh Goodwin of Raptors Digest, a very uh, very noted Raptors YouTube community. He is a host over there. I'll be alive from 2 to 4 p.m. for the trade deadline, reacting to trades as they happen, first of all, and also from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, the hour after the trade deadline, the fallout reaction, how you can attack all these moves in the betting market. And um, it should be a lot of fun. So we hope to see you guys there. Remember, Pips will be on from 3 p.m. to about 4 p.m. to discuss everything. Hopefully, I still have my vocal cords at that point, and I'm actually able to contribute contribute properly to stream um very bad day this is probably along with maybe the the day day after draft this is probably a top two worst day for this to happen but it is what it is uh we are going to power through flip it back to pips any any status update on yeah, on yeah i'm just trying to just figure out something in parlance for this one but not okay. easy because like the lines are not great yeah on <laughs> on un- un- yeah. <laughs> understood oh, working working on the fly here uh hopefully yeah. uh something does come up um some interesting ones in chat i, I will speak on it so so again uh there are some juicy lines out there um if somebody is willing to take that uh i'm hanging in i'm in aaron i have to uh, i i love covering the trade deadline so i i very much have to i am dealing with uh, a few halls on my desk. I've taken medicine. I've done everything that I possibly can here. Uh, didn't help that I was talking about the Raptors for like three hours yesterday as well when they were playing against the Spurs. Um, but that was a big trade that went down. I can't believe the NBA, or no, I mean, I can believe it, but very annoying to wake up. And the way I find out Kevin Durant got traded was through a, a text from a friend when he got traded like eight hours prior. I woke up at like, 7.30 my time to Kevin Durant is on the Phoenix Suns and Jakob Pertl's on the Raptors. Now, the, the Pertl thing I saw coming, but the Kevin Durant thing came completely out of left field. Me and Ben spoke on it yesterday, and we spoke about how this is probably somebody that doesn't get traded a little bit too quick. And then before we even get close to the deadline, really, he's uh, on his way to Phoenix. And we'll discuss more of that later. We'll get Pips's thoughts on that. I will have some honey and lemon um, a little bit later on, I'll probably, I, I don't like tea, but I'll probably make some tea. Um, some, I guess some food for thought for people uh, looking through their own bets. Maybe we'll see what, what Pips has come up with, but um, somebody's looking at Giannis on the points, 33 and a half paired with LeBron, 20 points, 
It's minus 125. Uh, that was Badger Boy. HDC's looking at Giannis and Drew Holiday on the assist line. So Giannis 30 plus, Drew Holiday six assists for a little bit of correlation, which would be minus 120 at Bet MGM. Um, don't mind that position. Um, <laughs> mm, I don't like the, the Drew Holiday uh, assist because it's the very depend, not consistent. Like he'll have games with three, and then with eight, then with four, then with ten. Like not, not a great part of, of the <clears> parlor. <throat> Especially with Lakers not allowing, they are all below average assists to point guards. So, okay, well, value, value there. I won't. Be, I will stay away of betting LeBron James points, maybe assists. But uh, for now, I think I'll go with. It's so difficult because so many things are not uh, great for 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 parlaying well, this game. We, we don't. If I had uh, Anthony Day's 23 and a half line, but we we, we don't have that uh, opened, it's the lowest 24 and a half, which is two points lower below the his regular lines. I, I usually stay away from betting like only two points lower because, like, so we have the same thing with Giannis, but he's ultra juiced at 33 and a half, so betting 31 and a half makes sense. So I'll just go with Yanis, uh, 31 and a half, combined with Drew Holiday, 16 plus points. Okay. Uh, what are the odds on that? Plus 100. So it's Yanis over 31 and a half, and Drew Holiday over 15 and a half, but it's 16 plus on DraftKings. Because... I'll pull that up in just a second. Uh, we do have another play as well for you guys coming. So the last the game, run. these two teams played. Giannis had 40, but Drew Holiday had also on a great game. He, he scored 28. Drew Holiday scored 28 points in the last game. And Chris Middleton was starting in that game, and he still ended up scoring 28 points. And Bobby Portis was like one of the highest usage in that game, and yeah, Drew Holiday still covered it. And if you take a look over the last, I don't know how many games, like last 30 games, Los Angeles Lakers allowed second most points to points with point guards. And with so many attention to the to the to the Giannis uh holiday over 15 and a half points, not 16 and a half. My my apologies. I'll change yeah. that right now. I, I said 16 plus, so probably oh probably. okay, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 that's it. So yeah, we have like Drew Holiday 16 plus points with Giannis over 31 and a half. I'm not like I loved Giannis alone more at 33 and a half, but I think this is also a good spot because Lakers defense is just terrible at the moment. Okay, so we'll call like if you want to take the extra juice as Caesar or something, we'll call that a lean, I guess. Um, not an official play here. Don't like taking the extra juice on that one. Um, but this one is readily available with Giannis no points uh, adjusted yeah. to throw one half with Holiday sixteen plus points to plus one hundred at DraftKings. Um, we do have another pick as well, which we're going to go into, and that takes us to not the the Buckets to the Nuggets game. Um, why don't you start us off? We have the Nuggets and Magic featuring here. I'll adjust my typo. A lot of a lot of mistakes today. Proceed. All good, man. So we have. Nuggets and Magic, Magic uh, 
Singer Parley, <laughs> Jokic and Porter Jr. So Jokic over seven and a half assists with Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half threes, which is minus 115 at FanDuel, at DraftKings, at BetMG, and all, all the bookies have minus 115 on this one. So I'll just like show the graphics and then I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Michael Porter Jr. Obviously, like this bet is Michael Porter Jr with a, a, a slight addition of Jokic because as you can see two and a half uh over two and a half threes is minus 175. so like 85 percent of this bet is almost on michael porter jr in, in in volume so we can take a look at the last 29 games with him playing over 25 minutes he covered this in 72 percent of the games and that includes four four threes four threes against the magic they played i think three weeks ago and michael porter jr scored three four threes in that game so we had a one extra one and it was great looks in, in that game for michael porter jr as, as especially as, as they went to double team Jokic. they did they didn't allow Jokic to post up in that game and that opens up a ton of a ton of shootings for like Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and KK Port, uh, KCP. And also in this game, we have my uh, Jamal, Jamal Murray being questionable. So if he's out, I think Michael Porter Jr. usage will be even higher. And if you take a look, uh, he's on a heater lately, covering this yeah. line in, in like six out of the last seven. And the only game that he didn't cover, he shot two from ten against the team that's great three-point defense, which is, like, great. And you can show that's Jokic assist. That's, like, unbelievable. So over the last 30 games, he covered this line in 29 and had 14 assists against the Magic in that game with on 25 potential assists. So, like, amazing numbers. So I think Jokic covers this pretty easily. And, yeah, so... And also, let's talk about Magic. Over the last, over the last 15 games, or over the last 30 games, they allowed the third most uh, threes per game, and by far the most threes to to opposing uh, small forwards. Like the third and fourth place are like way, way huge difference. So like they allow. Four, four threes to the small forwards per game over the last 30. So that's a huge sample. And the second one is 3.7. And the third one is 3.4. So like huge, huge like difference in allowing like a big compared to everyone else. So they are, and that's probably due to Bancaro being not great. But they so they play a lot of switch defense and they also also help a lot on the drives, and that that just open up the, the, the opens the floor like for for Michael Porter Jr. to shoot and he's amazing shooter like oh, yeah. amazing he yeah. had some he had a month where his shooting was a bit down he had problem with injury and came back and struggled for a bit, but now on a huge heater over the last couple of games and. And he's shooting this great, like 41% on the season, even with injury problems. 
and with a couple of games shooting poor coming off the injury. So, like, he's one of the best shooters in the league against the team that allows the most threes per game against the team that he scored already four threes this season. And, yeah, this is just just an amazing spot for, for Breton here. So as excuse me, so as Pitts was mentioning, this bet uh, hedges largely on Michael Porter Jr. hitting the threes. The Jokic assist line is like super heavy juice. That's just the additional to get it to like a reasonable price to bet on. So um, this is essentially a bit a, yeah. sorry, a bit correlated part. To, <clears throat> yes, 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 yeah. But this gets it up. Um, sorry, I just checked. The, a trade just happened. Nothing earth shattering, but the Boston Celtics have just acquired Mike Muscala from the Oklahoma City Thunder, Justin Jackson, two second picks, second round picks heading to OKC. So interesting. Uh, I saw the Bucks. sorry, I saw the Celtics had some interest in Pirtle this morning. Didn't offer much, but they get a shooting big. Uh, if you watched the Lakers game the other day, Mike Muscala probably looked better than he normally does with his three-point shooting, but uh, a little bit of extra depth there and spacing for the Celtics making that, that next sort of push. So Interesting there. Mike, uh, Mike, Mike is an amazing shooter. Like his career, well, he was he was on fire in that Lakers game. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he was four for seven in that game, but like he's forty percent shooting this year. So like that's not crazy to go like four for seven. I mean, it was okay, I suppose. Game, but, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but he's I, like, I think I'm I'm more so he started. I think he started like three for three. Yeah, he's probably he's not probably like the best shooting big like after. Towns like on the Vucevic level with, with, with his shooting, he just <laughs> never gets the minutes because he is not great on defense. <laughs> but yeah, do you think he, he'll get the minutes with the Celtics in that case? I think he he can get like they had Horford and Time Lord, so Muscala to get like 10 minutes, 12 minutes, quality minutes a game for them from the bench, it's, it's pretty good. Like they have one of the best shooting team in the league and they added more more shooting to, to the team so i'll just so i'll just say something like last two seasons with okc muscala is shooting 43% and 40% from 3 and if we take a look at per 36 minutes his uh, his average is 10 attempts so that's high volume all right that's impressive. high volume 40 40 41 Two average percent on last two seasons. So that's, that's that's great. That's amazing. Yeah. And like you said, you can always have him on the floor next to a Horford or Time Lord yeah. where there is good that defense there. So, so I like this trade. I like this trade. Interesting pickup. And the Thunder don't don't play him a ton because the defense gets some solid value there with the pick compensation. So interesting. We will talk about in this uh, for this show. The Kevin Durant trade. We'll save the rest of it other than the one that happened live. We'll save the rest of it for that trade deadline watch party that Pips is going to be joining me on. Like I said, I'm going live 2 to 4 p.m. on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel. Pips is joining me from 3 to 4 p.m. over there. So uh, go check that out. I'll put the, the link in chat once again. But the one trade that we pretty much have to cover while we are live on Pick and Roll for you guys, Kevin Durant, you are a Phoenix Sun. Kevin Durant got traded to the Phoenix Suns. In the late night hour, if you are Eastern Standard Time, like I am, so I woke up to this news. But the full trade breakdown, the Suns acquired Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. The Brooklyn Nets get Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, and a 2028 pick swap. I will add that Brooklyn likely are looking to 
flip most, if not uh, just, or maybe just Jay Crowder from this deal. But Brooklyn are, are, I don't think are done for the day. Pips, what were your initial thoughts to this trade? And who do you think is the winner? So I don't know if you remember, but I mentioned that only KD destination I could see happening is Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And I, but I, I never thought of, about this. I thought like, okay, they under Aiton should be in that, probably in that deal. And I don't see them going for Aiton after great performances for Claxton. But never thought about this. And this makes sense. Uh, but... I don't know who is the winner. Like, I think let's get pretty good, pretty good deal this year. Mm-hmm. And like, I the thing I see over the the the, the networks uh, or the social media is that people are saying the Nets got just four picks and Gobert got five. Oh my goodness, Mikhail Bridges is here. Yeah, like like. If you like spend three picks, two, two, three first round picks to get Mikael Bridges, you did great. Like, so we were saying about Anunobi being worth three first round picks. And I'll say Mikael Bridges is better than OG Anunobi. Like, uh, he showed com- like comfortably. Yeah. And especially with the way he was playing with Booker out last couple of months like, and that's the difference og can't do yeah. what he did in the last couple yeah. of weeks so last 20 games michael bridges was uh scoring over 20 points on average almost four, four almost almost five not almost five assists so 24 and five on above average above average through through shooting while being one of the best defenders in the league like and also, they won a lot of games without Dan Booker because Mikael Bridges was able to score like a ton of points efficiently. So, <laughs> and he's just starting to co- discover his, this part of him, his scoring as well. So, man, like you can like add three picks in that <laughs> in that place, like for for just Mikael Bridges, and then you have Cameron Cam Johnson, who is. I love Cam Johnson. Most people probably don't know that Michael Bridges, that Cam Johnson is older than than Michael Bridges. Most people think Cam Johnson is younger, but Michael uh, Cam Johnson is almost twenty seven. So I don't think he's a young asset, as as so many people said. But great, like he's good on defense and great shooter, like amazing shooter and. D guys in this league worth a ton, and Cam Johnson is one of the best. If you take a look, like he's shooting 45% from the 3D season, like that's just amazing. And throughout his career, he's 40% from three, so like getting like three ultimate wings 3D guys, and Michael Bridges is more than that. Cam Johnson and Jay Carter are not, but they are still ton of value there. So I think if they just trade Cam Johnson and Jake Crowder and Michael Bridges, they could end up with like eight to nine first round picks. So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, the Bridges one. Um, Mikael Bridges is very good. He's having a very good season, and we've seen him blossom as an offensive threat 
this season. Uh, he was always described as a three and D player, which I think is a little unfair to him because he's a lot more say, than just three and D on offense. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that that was uh, uh, the, the good case, like a year and a half. Yeah. 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 But now it's not anymore. Like, yeah, I wonder how Phoenix fans feel. Uh, we're getting that it's bittersweet because I, I think I think there's a lot of love from Phoenix fans for Mikhail Bridges, and Mikhail Bridges has a lot of love for the city as well, uh, or, or for the, the I guess in this case the state. But Kevin Durant's available. I I think the Suns slightly overpaid, but you had to overpay or else you were not going to make this trade, and they probably feel like. There's no clear-cut best team in the West. Curry's dealing with an injury to maybe one of the better teams in the West. The Nuggets have some blemishes to their team that you can exploit. So Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, all in a starting five, like, like that's scary. And I, I agree with HDC. As good as Mikael Bridges, I love Mikael Bridges. He's not bringing you that chip. Kevin Durant's a guy that can do that. But from a Brooklyn perspective, they, given the circumstances, I agree, they really do pick up a lot here. Um, somebody mentioned that. Given what was going on, they fared quite well. And I think giving Mikhail Bridges more of that green light where he can be that offensive threat is going to be interesting because we're starting to see in Phoenix him having that success where if he's getting the ball in offense, he can create his own shot and be successful. And now he's really going to have to do that. The Brooklyn Nets aren't bad, but I don't know if it's worth going fully investing into this season. Although they don't control, although they do control the draft pick because it's a swap this year. And that Houston pick is not, Houston are not going to swap. So I, I could see them moving a lot, but I think they should hang on to Bridges. I think they should look to build some pieces around Bridges because that is, like we talk about OG's value and how tough it is to get a player like OG. Well, you have a guy like OG who's better offensively, Mikhail Bridges. I think that's somebody worth starting a retool yeah. around. And also, I uh, like Mikhail, he scored he new contract and it's fairly decent on like to 22 millions over the, it's, is it four year? And it's up to the next three years. So I think they should keep on him with that contract and try to build around, which mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And Michael Bridges and Claxton on defense, like very <laughs> nice thing to build around. So yeah, I, I also think they should keep on, on the Michael for sure. Now, now the one problem that remains is that Simmons is still there and he's getting yep. paid a lot of money. So it's going to be tough to put the right pieces around these players because you're so handcuffed to Simmons. If they were to land a star, they'd have to give away like a lot of the picks that they're getting and Simmons to make up the money. But it would cost like Simmons should cost at least one first just to get off your roster to give to somebody else. So it's but difficult. Look, look, look at this kind of defense. So this is probably one, probably the best <laughs> defensive team in the league. So we yeah. have Ben Simmons, we have Michael Bridges, we have Nicholas Claxton, we have Dorian Finney Smith. And we have uh, Royce O'Neal. Those That's five tough. can, like, and, they, and all of them can switch almost one to five. Like, one to four, everyone on this roster. And you have Claxton that can switch one to five. 
Like so, Benzema was also team. Like defense, this team could be. And probably, and Jacques Vaughn is the coach, a great defensive coach, yeah. it seems. Yeah. So this team could be really like top five in defense. This, this, like. this might give me because I feel like they will try to win the rest of the way. This will give yeah. me some 04 Pistons vibes, I think. Just tenacious <laughs> defense. I'm I'm actually curious to see how this all works and, out. But I, I do they, think they need a bit of extra help on offense. But, so. but at every point you need to have Cam Thomas uh and Dinvidia on the floor, which brings the defense way below because everyone will hunt them down. Mm-hmm. Dinvidia has the size, but he not having a great defensive season. He's average at best for me. So yeah, it will be interesting because they play switch defense, and when you play switch defense, it's easy to to like target one 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 big spot, but they can double team, rotate, and everything. But it will be interesting to to, to, to watch. Okay, um, breaking news right now is about to end the show. Jay Crowder involved in this deal is going to the Milwaukee Bucks. So as yeah. we I was we were talking about yesterday, the Bucks are a great destination. I said he would probably end up with the Bucks. He is going to the Bucks for five second round picks. So, wow, five second round picks for Jake Crowder, um, according to Shams. That that literally just broke. That's a lot for uh, Jake Crowder. Like I understand Jake Crowder is like a, a a solid player, but that's it. That's that's the full trade. Five second round picks for Jake Crowder. Initial thoughts on this one. That's too I'm much confused. for Jake Crowder. <laughs> I'm confused. Or are you confused over the how much they gave for Jake Crowder? Yeah, I think like five seconds should get you like Cam Cameron Johnson or like for like, so what was that? Hachimura, even, how much did Hachimura go for? Was it three second round picks? Yeah, or was it, I, don't know. I believe it was three that Hachimura went for. Five. Come on. Five, five is a lot. Um, it five, is Jake Crowder. Like, it's, it's not like someone, like some amazing player. It's Jake Crowder. I'm a, well, I mean, I'm assuming these are not great second round picks, especially if they're Milwaukee. A lot of them are Milwaukee picks. They are very, very late in the draft. It's like a 50, 55 five. or worse. But five, yes. Um, I feel like. Like Crowder does more than Hachimura for sure, but the age difference and I, I love, listen, I love the fit of Crowder in Milwaukee. I spoke about that yesterday on this show. Yeah, I also said it. that's a great, great. But, but for five for picks, they must really, really have confidence here. Uh, I'd like to, and he's on an expiring contract as well. So five first round picks to get half a season of Jay Crowder, like at least, at least for Hachimura, the Lakers can extend him. Whereas in this, I mean, I guess but they can. But you just realize that they got five picks to additional that tra- that trade for the Kevin Durant. So yes, so they trade Kevin like Durant, one of the best trades. So for they for, so let's adjust this. The Suns get Kevin Durant, TJ Warren. The Brooklyn Nets get Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, four first round picks. Five second round picks and a 2028 swap. Brooklyn, considering everything, got a really, really good trade here. I, I, I think, especially after this Jay Crowder news, 
that is a haul for Kevin Durant. And they have the 2029 first from Dallas as well that they got for Kyrie. And they can still flip somebody like Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah, everyone on, on social media going crazy about these five picks, but... That's a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Okay. I've never seen anyone getting traded for five picks that's not, like, a good player. Like He's solid, but he's a yeah, fifth man. He's solid, he's fifth but, man. But, I mean, the fit there is amazing. Yes. He's still yes. some just solid player, but five picks, like, huge. But it should work for Bucks, so... Yes, I I don't think they care. They just made their team better in yeah. a much more open East now that the Nets are no longer as big of a threat. But uh, like I recognize how good Kevin Durant is, I, I I do. But Mikhail Bridges, um, on that deal, four first, five seconds, and Cam Johnson and a swap. Like considering the circumstances of players wanting to leave, I like that. All right, we could probably talk forever, so we'll we'll have to yeah. end it here. Reminding you guys. Sorry? We'll talk later. Reminding you guys, yes, we will talk more later. Somebody just asked us if we can just stream the whole day. We can't quite do that, (laughs) but we can stream from 2 to 4 p.m. on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel. I'll be live from 2 to 4 on the Hammer HQ. I'm going to get started in less than two hours. I'll be joined from 2.15 to 3 p.m. by Josh Goodwin of Raptors Digest, uh, a very notable Raptors community on YouTube, Raptors Digest. And from 3 to 4 p.m. to recap all of the trades after they've happened. And, I mean, the final trades in the mix because sometimes they take a little bit of extra time to to fully go through after 3 p.m. Pips will be joining me there. So make sure to go to The Hammer on YouTube. And I'll put the link in chat right now to that stream so you guys can subscribe and get ready for that one. So we can't go live all day, but we're going live for a lot of the day. However, um, we'll see. I mean, I don't think Brooklyn are done. I don't think Brooklyn are done here. And HDC says maybe this is a way to get off of the Simmons contract. I don't know about that. I just think they went five seconds for Jay Crowder. No problem. We'll take that. Okay. Uh, let's recap the two official plays from today, and we'll be done here. Uh, first of all, we'll go to the Bucks at Lakers game. Antetokounmpo over 31.5 points is paired with Drew Holiday over 15.5 points. That is plus 100 at DraftKings. And the second play, Nikola Jokic over 7.5 assists. Uh, will be listed as eight plus, which is paired with Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half threes. This bet largely has it hedges on Michael Porter Jr. There's correlation here as well. Minus 115 at FanDuel, but that was available pretty much anywhere that you would normally bet that same game parlay, but we'll track it here at FanDuel. Again, we hope to see you at the trade deadline watch party a little bit later on. But we appreciate you guys once again for tuning into Pick and Roll. We'll be back tomorrow to end off the week on Friday with some more official bets. Let's hope these ones do well. And uh, make sure you like this stream, subscribe to the board, subscribe to the hammer. We'll see you tomorrow.